Hello friends, it's Ned here, and as you can probably tell by the quality of my voice, I am unfortunately down with the sickness at the moment, and not in the way that they talk about in the song, but actually physically ill with like a cold or something. In any case, that's unfortunately going to impact our recording schedule in the near future, so next week you won't be getting a Blades in the Daofei episode, but you will still be getting part two of our Ghost Hunter Choose Your Own Adventure read-through, and then after that, hopefully we'll be able to get back into a more regular schedule, depending on how quickly I heal from this dread illness. In any case, we're really happy with this episode. There's a lot of big twists and turns. Hope you're ready for some intrigue. <laughs> on with the show. Previously on Imptab Avatar, Blades in the Dao Fei. Stuck far beneath the crystal catacombs under the Lung Kao district of Bossing Se in the Lower Ring, our scoundrels had found themselves face to face with the ghost of Neliao the Gardener, and were in the middle of a pretty heated conflict with her. Siwei managed to plunge Tonin's family's ghost essence-filled sword through the eye, defeating the spirit and capturing her in the bottle of the ghost scourge, but prior to having done so, the spiritual harmonies, the frequencies resonating around this cavern, had begun a collapse, and our scoundrels found themselves fleeing for their lives, trying to get out of this portion of the catacombs before they were buried alive. Wei Young, unfortunately, was knocked unconscious, but Siwei ran in and scooped him up, using up the last of his own stress and taking trauma himself, but fueled by nothing but rage essence, managed to pull him out of the room, while Tonin, with some very, very fortunate rolls, even though he had to take a little bit of extra time to pick up all of his singing bowls first, did manage to make it out at the last minute. And we left off with Day and Tonin carrying their two unconscious and traumatized friends out of the Crystal Catacombs. What's going to happen now for our masked spirits? Let's find out here in the world of Blades in the Dao Fei. What's shaking, everybody? You're listening to Iptab Avatar Blades in the Dao Fei, the Blades in the Dark actual play where we make up almost everything on the spot. I'm Ned Wilcock, your host and GM, and today I'm joined by... Thomas Ryan as Hu Wei Young. <laughs> Christian Randall as Tonin Yoru. And Evan Peterson as Siwei Leng. Yeah, how's how's your nice relaxing Sunday morning treating you, my good friends? <laughs> let's not talk about it. Let's, let's just... I'll tell you what, in the heat of the moment, you, you just... You think you're doing the right thing, and you think you're utilizing everything at your disposal, and then immediately after you stop recording, you're like, you know, I, I forgot to do that. I, I could have done that. Yeah, that's the one thing I keep coming back to with Blades in the Dark is the individual mechanics of the game are pretty simple, pretty straightforward, pretty intuitive, but there are so many moving parts to consider. And so it makes it very easy to forget an individual rule in the moment and then afterwards be like, yeah, yep, I, I should have done that. I really could have <laughs> benefited by doing that. Just another little observation I've made as I go back through and edit these episodes, like I don't realize in the moment exactly how stressed out Christian is, but then I listen back through while I'm editing and I hear all the little uhs and uhs that he makes while we're recording. I'm like, man, Christian's really not doing well right now, is he? No, I honestly don't think uh, this podcast is good for Christian's health, to be, if we're being real. 
tell you what, it gets me my cardio in, even if I'm sitting. Oh, man, we'll have to switch back to the fake campaigns eventually just to chill things out for a bit. <laughs> I'll tell you what, 10,000 things, we had our moments, but we were we were vibing on sand beetles, mm-hmm. chilling on Fifi. We didn't have to fight any ghosts, didn't we? <laughs> Not really. Yeah, there was only one big spirit confrontation that happened in that campaign, and the person who was on the other side of that, um, I mean, no spoilers, but they're in a bad position right now. <laughs> but yeah, let's talk about people who are in a bad position right now, and <laughs> let's go into resolving our heat and our payoff, etc., etc. So, you guys, as you're escaping from the Crystal Catacombs, Riven the chemist comes up and he's like, oh man, you're, you're like the only one who didn't get knocked unconscious? Yeah. <sighs> I'm just like panting heavily. I pull out a small, like a single chime from a wind chime and I hand it to him and I say, make some copies of this. Have you guys wear it down there. Your problem shouldn't be a problem anymore. Once you make a down there again, uh, there's not a down there anymore. Oh, frick. Gosh, dang it. Okay, I guess we're going to have to hire James Walker to go and fix that for us again. <laughs> I've heard good things about their work. Very good. Man, well, dang it. I wish I could have watched Wei Young get, like, bean... Did he, did he, like, fart when he went unconscious? I bet that's what happened. Uh, actually, uh, I got two fours on the fart roll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it wasn't audible, but you could, like, tone in as you walked out. I was like, oh, yeah, I can smell that. <laughs> I, I don't think it was him. I just think there's a methane uh, leak down there. Possibly you might want to make sure when you're but uh, no, he was very manly and very cool. So I don't, I don't <laughs> Dang it, that. frick! <laughs> well, anyway, here's your 10 coin. And he hands over 10 coin to you. Boy, and I kind of just look at him. It's a shame you could only pay us eight, isn't it? And I pocket two of them. And he looks over at Wei Young and he goes, yeah, it's a crying shame, man. <laughs> I'm going to murder Raven. I'm going to do it myself. I thought you guys were going to become best friends. I've changed my mind. <laughs> All right. So now uh, we're going to figure out what heat you guys got. So like as terrible as things went for you guys individually, it was pretty contained, I would say. Yeah. Because you were down there in the catacombs. The only witnesses really were the catacombers and the apothecary. Society, who you were working for. Mm-hmm. And Day, who's a free agent. <laughs> yes, he will never be a cohort. <laughs> Ever. I feel like the most that could have happened is there might have been like a little shaking in a block above us, but that would be the most indication that anything even happened. Yeah. I think, dang, I think we can actually keep that at zero heat for the time being. Let's do it. But we add plus one heat for a high profile or well-connected target. I mean, Nelio the gardener is high profile and well-connected, but you already killed her once. So <laughs> I don't think we can give you heat for that again. Thank goodness for that. Uh, next, add plus one heat if this situation happened on hostile turf. Uh, you were there because you were invited there. Add plus one heat if you're at war, you are not at war. Add plus two heat if killing was involved. Well, she was already dead, so I don't think that counts again. <laughs> well, she wasn't killed, was she? She was put in a bottle. She was captured. That's true. Yeah, you just got her in that little bottle now. Didn't even kill her twice. Tonin's going to wear that bottle as a necklace, just as a sign <laughs> that he... I absolutely plan on keeping that bottle with me. Uh, I'm going to make a fortune roll real quick. Seaway, uh, later on, after you are... You're conscious again... You're breathing. Uh, You have to go to Sawtooth and get your next batch of Rage Essence. He's going to offer you three coin if you give him that bottle with Nelliao's spirit in it. Three coin? I made a fortune roll. Holy cow, dude. I think that's more than we got on our first job. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wait, do I do I have it or did Tonin steal it off my unconscious body? <laughs> I, I wouldn't have... 
There would definitely be a few hours, I guess, while they're unconscious and I'm looking at all the coin, and I will eventually take out the two coin that I pocketed and add it back to the pile for 10 mm. and do a deep sigh, and I will not pickpocket them or anything while they're unconscious. I would try and ask him for the bottle back sometime in the future, but the odds are he's going to sell it before that point. I do love coin. Especially three coin. That's yeah, a good... Yeah, I'll take... That's a big... I'm, like, nervous what he's going to do with it. (laughs) You see, the thing is, this is a very powerful spirit that we've got in this bottle here. I need to do my studies so I can learn more about the spiritual essences happening in the city at the moment. You know what? Sawtooth is my uh, friend, not my rival, so uh, I'll take that deal. Can I just put that right into my stash, Ned? You can, if you would like to. Then that I shall. All right. Let's see, zero heat. Uh, we need to get you some rep. You earn two rep per score by default. If the target of the score is higher tier, take plus one rep per tier higher. Uh, I'll say Nellyow, since she was a terrible spirit, will give her plus one tier above you. So you're going to get three rep for this job. Hey, oh, hey, oh. That's a level up. Ooh, baby. So here's what happens when you fill up your rep track. We're now on the same tier as the current earth sages and they were completely decimated by a mass poisoning recently so (laughs) weird how that happens so here in the book development to move up the ladder and develop your crew you need rep rep is a measure of clout and renown when you accrue rep the other factions take you more seriously and you attract the support needed to develop and grow so you need 12 rep to fill the rep tracker on your crew sheet you guys only need 11 because you have turf thank goodness when you fill the tracker do one of the following If your hold is weak, it becomes strong. Uh, We talked about this a while back. Uh, You need to be stronghold before you can increase to the next tier. You guys currently are at stronghold at tier zero. So the other thing you can do is if your hold is strong, you can pay to increase your crew tier by one. This costs coin equal to your new tier times eight. As long as your rep tracker is full, you don't earn new rep. And once you pay and increase your tier, you reset your rep to zero and reduce your hold to weak. So, you guys currently have three coin in your safe, along with the ten coin that you just got from the job. Since you're going to be increasing to tier one, it would cost you eight coin to do that, which would leave you afterwards with four coin in your safe. Unless you wanted to distribute it among the crew a bit more evenly. I mean, I was planning on using that money to do some stuff. So if I have four coin, I can make my singing bowl. Well, here's the thing. You don't have to spend the coin to increase your tier at this point. If you don't increase your tier, any new rep that you gain is just lost. So you don't get any benefits from that. If you do increase your tier, that improves all of your future engagements. Uh, Like we said, if you're up against a crew that's a higher tier than you, there might be bad things that happen for that. The higher tier you are, broadly speaking, the better the game is going to be for you. Also, though, you could each just take a bunch of coin to use for your personal needs right now. Guys, 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 we gotta play the long game. Higher tier crews get higher paying jobs, and investment now has a great ROI down the line. (laughs) Dude, I gotta tell you, when you were talking, you sounded just like Jack Nicholson in my head. (laughs) Thank you. Seaway actually really wants money, but Evan thinks it's probably a good idea to spend it and tear up. Yeah, fine. I was going to use money to try and heal myself, but I guess I'll use my precious few downtimes. Well, let's put it to a vote. Who would like to increase the tier of your crew? I. Uh, uh, oh, no. I, <laughs> I'm the only I, one. Who would like to distribute the money to the individuals so that you can pursue your own individual goals? 
You two have to vote. I did. I, I said have one vote for increased <laughs> no. tier and zero votes for keep the money to ourselves. Can you guys not well, hear me? I said yeah, I to the increased tier. I just had to think about it. Okay. <laughs> All right. So I will also vote for increased tier. I, I want to be a team player. All right. So here's how this is going to work. You are now tier one at weak hold. You have zero rep. Clear that tracker out. You have four coin currently in your crew stash. That is as much as you can currently hold unless you start getting vaults for your crew. You could also, if you want to, just like take one each from that stash to use for your own personal needs and leave your vault open for future jobs. I would like money, so I would like to take one money for me. I'm taking another coin. Okay, I got my three coin. Um, quick rules question, Ned. Yes. And next to the coin on our crew sheet, it says, upon crew advance, each PC gets stash equal tier plus two. What does that mean? Oh, yes. It's a good thing you brought that up because uh, we should have done that actually last time we marked XP. So when your crew advances, i.e. you fill your crew's XP tracker, here's what it says. Profits. Every time the crew advances, each P gets stash equal to the crew tier plus two to represent profits generated by the crew as they've been operating. So you were tiered zero at the time you advanced, so each of you gets two coin for free. Awesome, so I got three coins. It's the uh, pet store profits. Well, that, that's actually separate from the pet store profits, which oh, means nice. we need to make a fortune roll using your tier, which is now one instead of zero to see how much the pet store makes. Oh, there's so much money. Oh, see, there's a lot of benefits to up in our tier. We got it. Yeah, we made a good choice. Mm-hmm. I rolled a three on the fortune roll. All right, you get one more coin. We haven't been focusing on marketing. Yeah, you've <laughs> been staying in the back waiting for your nose to not be busted up anymore. And we decided the coin from the pet store goes to the crew vault, right? Uh, I believe that was what you decided. Yeah, that's fair. It's supposed to finance the crew. All right, so... I've almost filled up the first row of my stash. Nice. Seriously? You have a good retirement. I don't have a stash. <laughs> <laughs> I've got three coin total. Well, those two you got automatically go into your stash. And I took them straight out. So if you take coin out of your stash, for each two coin you take out, you only get one to spend. Oh, that's lame. I'm not doing that. I'm putting it back in the stash. <laughs> All right. I'm learning. So we've got our payoff. We've got our heat. Now, entanglement's time. Oh. So we're going to roll dice equal to our wanted level, which is one. Let's have Thomas roll that. Oh, thank goodness. Five. I don't remember if I want this to be low or high. <laughs> so we're going to now turn to the heat zero to three chart. On a four or five, the entanglement is rivals or unquiet dead. Oh. So we already know what unquiet dead does. Do we want more spirits to be chasing after us? Or rivals, a neutral faction, throws their weight around. They threaten you, a friend or contact, or one of your vice purveyors. You either forfeit one rep or one coin per tier of the rival, or you stand up to them and lose one status with them. I think I'd rather deal with a ghost at this point. Absolutely not. <laughs> I don't. What kind of spirit moss are you smoking? We got spirit bane charms. We'll be fine. I mean, I think one of them is more thematically appropriate, perhaps. Oh, you're right. I hate it, but you're right. <laughs> but we haven't done as much with the faction play. All right, let's get a rival after us. That's my vote. Maybe the spiritualists, because then it's a best of both worlds. <laughs> but I will do as the group guides, because I think it makes the most sense for more spirits to come after us, especially with the way we handled that one. 
but I think it would be fun to play in the faction game. Yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat. We have one definite vote for rivals, and we've got two who seems like can go either way. I will vote for the spirits hardcore then. Oh, gosh. Uh, <laughs> making Evan be the one to make the choice. It's all up to you, pal. <laughs> so, I've cast my lot. It's up to you. Let's do the rivals. All right. So be it. We get back from the job and find out someone's been throwing their weight around. Someone burned down the shop because they thought there was a ghost in there. I mean, it has to be a neutral faction, so we can just get a minus one to someone. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy to stand up to someone and get a minus one with them. All right. And I think it's very appropriate uh, what Tonin said earlier. So you get back to the shop and there's almost like an intervention banner style situation. <laughs> like you walk inside and there's that spiritualist from before, the one that Tonin was speaking with and drew the face of and is just like, uh, hey, hey uh, we just wanted to come and say hi to you for a little bit. You're doing weird stuff with the spirit field here in Bossing Say, and we think we don't like that. So uh, this is an intervention please stop doing spirit things around town. Is it just them? Not just that one individual. I'm going to roll to see how many spiritualists are here at the moment. And this was right after the job, so it's still only Tonin. This is like you guys get back to the store after finishing this yeah. job. So we're still unconscious. Day and I are pulling you guys in. All right, yeah. So you show up, Tonin. They see your unconscious friends, and they're like, yeah, stop doing that spirit stuff right now, please. How many are there? There are nine of them. <laughs> oh, jeez. I turn to Day and I say, will you please take them to the back? They need ministrations. I'll deal <laughs> with this up front. Uh, I'm wondering, could you explain to me a little bit, Christian, what you mean by what you have just said? I would like Day to take the two unconscious friends of mine into the back. Oh, take them out yes, back. I yes, thought you, yes, yes, yes. I thought you were telling Day to take the spiritualists out. <laughs> no, 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 no. Day sick them. Sorry, yes. To be clear, I don't want Day to, to take all these guys up by himself. I want Day to take my friends away. I will deal with the spiritualists. All right. So Day takes the two unconscious bodies, drags them to the back room, and Tonin, what do you want to do? I just begin speaking and walking around the room, and as I do, I take the sort of like nicer cloths that Seaway has to drape over the cages to make, you know, the animals comfortable and go to sleep and stuff like that. So I'm, I'm making all the animals comfortable and they don't have to see what happens next. <laughs> um, I don't want them to watch. <laughs> Especially not those hamster pandas. They're too cute. They can't see this. Hamster pandas. Um, but here's, here, here's probably, I'm gonna have to make a fortune roll. Um, how many of these people have I seen, sketched? How many of them am I familiar with of the nine? I'm gonna roll for that. Four of them. Okay. And the one speaking is the one that interacted with me before? Yes, which is one of our patrons, but I can't remember off the top of my head which one. <laughs> well, suffice it to say, I begin walking and covering these cages so that, you know, the general sounds of animals begin to quiet with each step uh, as they go quiet in the dark. You have chosen a very poor time to contact us. This has been a very stress-filled day. Uh, you're telling me we have to deal with all of like this weird like you know people coming up to us and going these people are doing weird spirits shenanigans. As soon as they finish speaking I whip around wearing their face and I get right up next to it. You should leave. Your trivial worries mean nothing to us. We have plans larger than you can imagine. Keep your noses out of our business. 
right. Sounds to me like you are electing to take minus one status with the spiritualist. <laughs> that is what I think we should do. Mm-hmm. All right. He <laughs> scrambles back and is like, okay, yeah, we'll we'll talk about this later. We'll take a rain check. He gives you finger guns. Yeah, we'll, we'll meet up for tea. We'll talk about the situation. Uh, bye now. And they all depart from the pet shop. Still wearing his face, I give finger guns and I say, bye now. All right. That concludes our entanglements, and it's time for downtime. So how does downtime work when you're traumatized? Uh, When you are traumatized, you clear all of your stress, and your vice has already been fulfilled for this current downtime. So you get two downtime activities for free, and as usual, you can perform additional activities by spending coin or rep. Except for Tonin, because he didn't get traumatized, so he just has to deal with his stress on his own time. Yeah, it's get traumatized, man. It's way easier. I was going to say, that's why at the end of the last episode, I said, I don't know if I'm lucky, because like, I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> who are you going to go talk to about your very spiritual problems now that you've made enemies with the spiritualists? Yeah, that's part of it. That's future <laughs> Tonin's problems. Exactly. I will, I will let someone else go first while I try and figure out what I'm going to do. Well, if no one wants to jump at it, I've got a bunch of stuff I want to do. Yeah, you have how many projects going on right now? I think three or four, plus I want to add a fifth one. Um, <laughs> anyway, I'm not doing projects this time, though. First thing I got to do, uh, heal myself. H- how do I go about doing that? Because I don't want to be lacerated or socially harmed anymore. Yes, so recovered. There are different ways you can go about it. If you try to heal yourself, you pay to stress, but you have to have the Physiker special ability. If you want to get one of the other PCs to do it, they roll Tinker. If you want to find just like some random schmo off the street, no Physiker at all, pay one stress and roll zero dice to see how many ticks you fill. Or if you acquire a Physiker, they roll with dice equal to their tier. Okay. I believe our esteemed colleague Seaway has a Physiker homie. That is correct. My boy Sawtooth. Seaway, could you point me in the direction of Sawtooth? I'm bleeding out. (laughs) I'll point at my leg and show just where I've been shredded and there's blood pouring out of me. Uh, Yeah, I'll just, um, I'll I'll let him know which which district Sawtooth's shop is in. Excellent. I'm going to go tend to myself. He's part of the Apothecarial Society. Correct. And the Apothecarial Society is located in Little Agnaquila. Cool. I'm going to go visit uh, Sawtooth and sort that out. Okay. So you show up and Sawtooth is looking at your leg like, this is one of the most profound lacerations I have seen in all of my days. And he's getting in like real close. He's got like one of those sets of goggles that has a bunch of different jewelers loops on the front. And he gets like real close in just observing the wounds on your leg. Why are you looking so intently at me? Simply fix me. Oh, you are just one of the most interesting specimens I've seen in a long time. It is not often I observe one who has lost quite so much blood as yourself. I'm pretty darn tough. Now fix me. Okay, fine. <laughs> and he pulls out just like a bottle of iodine and pours it right over your leg. Oh. Do I take a stress from that? <laughs> no, he is in fact healing you. So we're going to roll with Sawtooth's tier. The Apothecarial Society is tier two. He rolls a six, which is three ticks on your healing clock. Nice. So are we still doing the healing deal where we automatically move it down one, but we can go to a guy to get it fixed up further? Yeah. So since you already have two ticks in your healing clock, this fills up your healing clock, which gives you an additional level of harm reduction. Oh, nice. Which gets rid of it completely. Awesome. Oh, do I have two ticks in my healing clock since I've taken trauma now. Do I still have two ticks towards my broken nose healing? I think rules is written. You're supposed to clear your 
your healing clock if you take additional harm or trauma, but I don't like that. So we're going to ignore it. Cool. I'll take that. I, I managed to avoid taking another hit to the nose in all of that. And we get two downtime activities, right? Yeah. Sawtooth pats your bound up leg and says, you are a very interesting specimen. I hope to do more business with you in the future. I actually just realized I need healing too, so I'll, I'll take him to Sawtooth to get his leg healed. Are we both at Sawtooth right now? Yeah. <laughs> See where your friend here has a surprisingly good constitution. I would appreciate it if you didn't speak about me as if I wasn't here. <laughs> I'd appreciate it if you didn't upset my friend and physicker. Hey, who's upset? I'm just, I'm just chilling over here, man. <laughs> You're up to something. And then I'll run away. I'm going to go sit down and lean forward with my nose. Ah, uh, yes. Has uh, Jenna broken up with you because of your terrible busted face yet? <laughs> Luckily for me, I have a friend who is good with makeup. Ah, very good. And so, yeah, now I'm going to roll again for Sawtooth. That is two fives. So that is two ticks on your healing clock, which fills it up. Look at us, man. I'm down to a tier one harm. Well, and you do automatically reduce it one just for taking the healing action, oh, nice. uh, which is one of our homebrew rules. He holds up a mirror in front of you after he's done. And he says, there, you can hardly tell the difference. Thank you very much, Sawtooth. Actually, in fact, did you like the way your nose looked beforehand? <laughs> what a specific... Wait, did he make it look better? Yeah, it, it's like in Harry Potter when Hermione's buck teeth start growing and so she has Madame Pomfrey make them a little bit shorter during the healing process. Then they originally were at like that. I was imagining like a handsome Squidward scenario. <laughs> he gets punched in the face and he turns handsome. <laughs> a little rhinoplasty. So yeah, you, uh, you look even better than you did before. Look at that. Wow. Look at you, Chief. No one stands a chance now. He's just too handsome. Mm -hmm. Sawtooth knows a lot of people throughout the underworld, right? Uh, he's relatively well connected. I have questions, Ned. I'm trying to think of how to ask them. Um, so my secret vice, there is presumably some faction that is causing a hard time for me, Ned. Do I know specifically which faction? I believe we decided it was the Fanged Mercenaries. Do I know where they hang out? Oh no. What is happening? The Fanged Mercenaries are located in Ember Alley. We have a foothold there. I have something I want to do, but it's kind of big, and I don't know how bad it's going to be for us. You are unstable. I'm, yeah, that's that's the whole reason I even thought of it, is I'm like, now that I'm unstable, I'm going to go back to the pet shop and go back to the uh, employee-only area and swing the door open. I need your help. Would you two like to join me, please? What kind of project do you need assistance with? I'm pretty stressed out right now. <laughs> I can give you time. Yeah. To... Give us t give me time to get my feet back under me. You need to tell me what I'm signing up for first. Somebody needs intimidated. I'm so there. <laughs> I suppose I can assist you with that. Allow me some time to train with Dave first. Okay. So sounds like we've got training from Wei Young and indulging a vice from Tonin, I would imagine. So uh, indulging your vice is different than healing, yes? Correct. Healing is for the harm that you've taken. Indulging your vice is for reducing stress. You definitely want to indulge your vice. I need to indulge my vice. Um, you, you cannot overindulge right now. It is only beneficial for you to indulge your vice. Yeah. Also, one thing to keep in mind, so those of us who have taken trauma, you don't need to indulge your vice this session because that happens as part of taking trauma. But in the future, if you don't indulge your vice, you have to take stress equal to the amount of trauma that you have. Oh, how fun. Good to know. 
yeah, I'm just gonna go ahead using my disguises and such. I'm gonna go and make my way to, here's something a little bit sketchy that I haven't said out loud yet. I'm gonna go ahead and use one of my disguises to enter the uppermost ring. Mm. And by that, I mean within the walls of the palace. Uh, not as anybody important, just one of the many hired people. You know, the, the, the Earth King brings in artisans and people to entertain him all the time. So I'm just going to go ahead and spend a good amount of time up there sketching some politicians and important people and people around that area. All right. You're going to roll a number of dice equal to your lowest attribute, which I believe is two because you have two in all of your attributes. Thanks to my most recent level up. Yes, it was rolling one before and boy, howdy, that was not fun. There's no way to get that any higher. I mean, four's okay, but... That would bring you down to four out of nine stress mark. Yeah. That's pretty good, though, all oh, things considered. All things considered. Could I do it twice? Uh, yeah, you could... What was your first downtime activity again? I had... That was my... That, my first one was that right there. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, since you still have one free downtime activity left, you could do it again. Um, there's potential for overindulgence. Keep that in mind. A one in three chance of overindulgence. Dude, just do it. Here's, here's my plan, Ned. And maybe we can make this, if I do overindulge, it'll be thematically okay. Um, because I'm also shaken. I don't know how this is gonna work, but I'd like to also pay a coin and heal. All right. Um, so I'll get rid of my one coin and heal. And by, this is sort of be a combo, indulge, vice, heal. This time I'm gonna go all the way to the lowest ring and just using like what looks like just scraps of paper and charcoal, be doing drawings of people down there, disguising myself as one of the sort of people on the street, like, you know, the the madman who will knock their elbow and arm, you know, twitch and stuff like that. But I'm knocking against bars and pipes and things like that, making specific tones, trying to commune with the spirits while I draw to try and heal myself a bit. Okay, let's... uh. That's an interesting one. You're essentially trying to heal yourself at this point then? Yeah, so, and that's a tinker roll, right? Uh, that is if you have another player heal you. If you try to heal yourself, you need to have the physical special ability. Oh. Otherwise, it counts as no healer. And no healer. You pay one stress and you roll zero dice. <laughs> I actually like that because it lowers my likelihood of overindulging. There you go. I will pay a stress, roll two dice, take the lower number. A six and a four. All right, that heals two ticks on your healing clock and automatically takes that shaken from level one harm to level zero harm. That seemed worth it. And now I will roll to indulge my vice. Okay. You want anything but a six. A two and a five. Holy there you go. cow. You're completely cleared out. Oh, if I hadn't have done that, I would have overindulged. Mm -hmm. Stress-free, baby. <sighs> okay, that's all I'm going to do. My poor singing bowl room is getting dusty. It's being unused. Um, do I have to spend an extra coin to help out Seaway? Depends on how exactly Seaway is trying to accomplish this. Let's go real quick with Wei Young. Sounds like you're just training. Yep, just... I'm concerned. I was in a fight and there was pretty much nothing I could do. So keeping up on the training with Day, figuring out how to fight and such. All right, training prowess? Yes. And that actually levels me up. So I'm going to learn how to skirmish. There we go. Look at nice. that. Now I can do with the minimum in fighting. Perfect. <laughs> okay, so now back to Seaway. What does your intimidation plan look like? All right. So 
I do know where their like headquarters is or like where at least one of their locations is where I can find some members of this crew. You always know where you can get in touch with a specific member of this crew because you have been in touch with that specific member of this crew for a pretty long time now. So yeah, I'm going to sit my crew down before we leave uh, and I'm going to pull out the mask and say might be good to mask up for this job. Uh, we almost died. We could die tomorrow. And I was doing this work to right a wrong. And if we're going to die before I get the chance, then I need to expedite that process. So we're going to Ember Alley. Is there anyone whom you would like me to emulate in particular that might help your cause? Whoever you find most intimidating. You change your face into seaways. <laughs> <laughs> just a smaller, skinnier seaway. <laughs> yeah, I'll do that. I'll just be a smaller, skinnier. Seaway. <laughs> it's like the before and after Captain America situation. Exactly. <laughs> and Ned, I'll go find this person to contact. All right. Before we get too much further, are you tying this to a specific downtime activity? Because if not, we can make this a free time activity. I don't know. Let me double check what those downtime activities are. Yes, because the downtime, we want to make sure we get that all sorted out because those are the activities that have mechanical ramifications on what happens to you. Once we've got that all sorted out, we can start going into our free time stuff. This could potentially fall under a long-term project. All right. What would you call that project? Remove the debt. My word. That works for me. He's so cryptic. <laughs> My paranoia sensors are off the charts. <laughs> so I'm going to go right to the heart of wherever I know. I, I'm, I don't necessarily even, if I can, I want to avoid getting like a one-on-one -on -one meeting. I want to go to like where they are. Okay, so you go to just outside the tea shop in Ember Alley that you've been to so many times. And you're kind of, you know, off in the shadows, not making yourself seen but kind of standing there leaning up against the bar as she very often is, is Mercy the Cold Killer. Oh, you've brought us to see an assassin. Are you out of your mind? Do you know what we do for a living? I didn't you tell me. I look like you. I'm going to start scoping the room out. I'm finding exits. <laughs> do I roll survey for that? So you're still on the street right now. Oh, okay. It's a tea house that's just kind of like the storefront is the front of the building itself. Okay, okay. So you haven't entered any buildings yet. <laughs> You're not in the same room as a cold killer, okay. but you're in. You're on the same street as a cold killer. That's not better. <sighs> I approach Mercy. All right, wearing the broken wolf mask. Mm -hmm. I'll be right behind him. I'm not. Does Mercy know me in the mask or just unmasked? Which do you prefer? Would you have showed yourself to Mercy wearing the mask and made that connection for her? No, I don't think so. Because I'm trying to keep these two worlds a little separate. I was at least. Okay. In that case, do you want to encourage Tonin to change his face to a different person that is not you? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. yes. As, if he, if he, if, if when I change to him, he says, "Don't do that." <laughs> I, I will. Just keep your face. <laughs> yeah, I'll just be, I'll just be Laokai, my regular alias. I'll go in with my rock head. <laughs> and I'm gonna walk up to Mercy, and um, since I'm playing the role of someone she presumably doesn't know, I'll say, "Your faction is given a loan to somebody. I would like you to remove." that name from your books and consider it forgiven. And if you do not, and I'm going to pull out a little bottle of Rage Essence, I might just level this entire tea shop. Okay. I look at Wei Young. I'm not looking at you. I'm looking for every way out of this room. <laughs> what do you think you want to roll for that? Man, I wanted that to sound so cool, but Evan is so nervous. I can't like speak without shaking. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh. 
I guess that's probably command, even though I don't have a ton of dots in that, but I'm not acting very rationally, so. Okay, roll two command. I'm gonna push myself. Oh. This is, I'm making a big thing because I'm not acting rationally. It's stressing me out. Five. Which this is probably, considering the scope of this, I'm not, I'm assuming, we didn't, oh, we should have established, like, effect. I know this is probably not going to be to great effect. Yeah. Because <laughs> this is a big ask I'm asking for. <laughs> yes. Also, how big is Seaway's debt? Do you think that's a an 8 clock, a 12 clock? Um, what have you been doing, man? Yeah, we hadn't really discussed that. Um, I always figured it was pretty big because it was going to take most of my criminal career. Uh, so probably a 12 clock. All oh, right. Wow, you're just asking to wipe a 12 clock? I'm trying to intimidate the number down. So we'll say risky, probably with reduced effect because you're just straight up trying to talk somebody into not getting the money that they are owed. So with a partial success, that would give you two ticks. Reduced effect brings you down to one tick on the clock. Okay. So Mercy looks you up and down impassively, uh, not even flinching. Mercy is, after all, a cold killer. And uh, whose debt would you be talking about there? I should have come up with a good name before. (laughs) Would you like me to roll for it? That's how Day got named. Just throwing that out there. Um, sure. It needs to be a female name if you have two lists. I'm not sure. All right. The name we got is Thee. Okay. It's a good name. I was just looking at her. Um, the name is Thee Lang. Mercy looks you up and down and says, well, if you want to get into some kind of arrangement, I suppose we can continue to talk about this. What arrangement did you have in mind? Well, perhaps if you do some odd jobs for me around town, then we can reduce that number. So mechanically speaking, this is your opportunity in future downtime situations to continue taking off that progress clock by doing the occasional odd job for a cold killer. I'm not a murderer. Mercy gives a little smirk and says, we'll see how long that lasts. And then I'll uh, toss a bag of coin at Mercy and say, consider that this month's payment. Her brows raise a little bit and the smile deepens and she says, very well then. And we will, uh, if you're spending a coin, you can count that as an additional long-term project action. Okay. I'll roll with, I guess, probably command again or sway. Either way, it's the same. Go for it. (laughs) Oh, that's a one. Yikes. All right. At least a second tick on the 12 clock. You are now at two out of 12 marked. That ain't bad. Progress. Yeah, man. Six of the way there. Okay. And as you're walking away, Mercy calls out, give thee my regards. Glad both of her knees are still intact. Is she lying? Is she actually not glad they're intact <laughs> yeah. still? Okay, now it's going to become a lot more common that he's more paranoid. <laughs> she is definitely telling the truth that the knees are intact, but she maybe kind of wishes that they weren't. Oh, Seaway. I stop walking when she says that, and my fists clench. And I turn around slowly. And she's gone. <sighs> I'd like to put a hand on his... How tall is he? He's tall. I can probably hit your bicep. And I'll just (laughs) give you a gentle squeeze and turn you back around towards our area. I'm going to just walk over to a nearby, I don't know, the nearest wall. (laughs) And I'm just going to punch the wall. And that little bit of earth bending, I'm still a little unaware about. Just like punch a solid hole right in this wall. I don't know whose house or store or what it is. 
and then I'm just going to turn and storm off back to the pet shop. And as Wei Young and Tone in turn and look at this hole in the wall, just a perfect sculpted representation of Siwei's fist, like three inches deep into the stone wall, you see the cracks spidering around the edge of it. And it's almost as if the fist's indentation is the nose of the head of a wolf oh. in the middle of all of these cracks in the wall. Yeah. <laughs> Very nice. I do that Sokka move where like he does like two fingers pointed at his eyes, two fingers out, and he says, what a tribe. But I say, the masked spirits, and I back up. <laughs> you guys have a calling card now, it seems. Nice. Okay. That's my downtime. Um, once we all get back, I need to kind of pull everyone into the deepest part of our hideout and say... I think we need to talk. That was a rough job. We all saw some things. We all did some things. No, we did all see some things. Curious you bring that up. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't you mind taking your mask off? We are back in the hideout, so I would have put it back on when we came back in. Mm-hmm. I've mod podged back the crack because it was a little crack in the corner when I was doing the bowl, so I've, I've kind of healed that up a little bit. A little, It's not too hard with some paper mache type material. Um, I will reach up slowly grab the mask by the chin and remove it from my face and underneath is just a mouth with no nose and no eyes you understand why i'm a little bit concerned right so i guess the uh lao kai face takes some effort to maintain that's why you prefer a mask it is more comfortable being my true self that being said i don't see why you're concerned at all way young well, you're missing half of your face. Let's start with that. I've got a buddy down in the lower ring who's missing both arms. He's a good guy. Are you trying to equate arms with half of a face? How do you breathe? Are you always mouth breathing? Yes. <laughs> and if you start calling me a mouth breather, we might have some problems. So what are you? Were you born this way? Was it an accident? No. Neither an accident nor born this way. Is he lying? It is the truth. Okay. I would be happy to tell you, but it may take a while. Why don't we sit down? I go to the front and put up a be back in five minutes sign on the door of a pet shop. <laughs> right beneath the spirit bane charm. Yep. <laughs> and go to the back. My family, the Yoru clan, is a sect of earth sages. We, long ago, many generations, made a pact with a spirit by the name of Ko. One of my ancestors discovered, after much study and meditation, a way to enter the spirit realm. Once there, Ko was bonded with. We give up part of ourselves in exchange for unique gifts. From me, it was my nose, my eyes, and my bending. My father cannot speak. He has no mouth. He cannot hear. His ears are gone. His bending as well. So far, the bending has always taken. What else is really at the discretion of Ko? We believe that if people are willing, and so is the spirit, there are many more powers available. Rather than just bending, we want to allow people the opportunity to become their truest selves. There is nothing to worry about. We are expanding the human experience. Now, Tonin, 
since you were young and since you could begin to understand what was happening in your family, you knew there was the expectation that someday you would yourself enter the spirit world, stand face to face with Ko the Face Stealer, and give up your bending in exchange for the ability to change your face. Did you want to do that? Was it a willing thing that you did, or did you only do it because your father wanted you to? Well, that's a pretty good question, because Tonin would say absolutely he wanted to do that. But, you know, if you're raised in a certain environment from a young age, how much choice do you really have? You know, what other options were even presented to you? I've had cousins who failed their trial, lost their faces completely, or their lives, you know? Like, it, it's not everyone who comes out okay. Um, and okay is a relative term. But Tonin would say that, yes, everything is done voluntarily. So can you only see when you put on a face? My bending is gone. I still do have an affinity for what is around me. Uh, I can put on a face. I can see through those eyes at any time. But yes, when I have my mask on, I have to trust other senses. Now that we are, uh, well, after everything we've gone through, I don't really see the sense in hiding anything from you anymore. And at that point, amongst all of the silence happening in the room, you hear a little knock from the door outside the room, and it cracks open, and Eelhound slips his head in just as you manage to get your mask onto your face and says, Master Tonin, letter just arrived by Messenger Hawk from Taku. Let me read it. He hands it over, and as you adopt a new face, one with eyes... Take off the mask to read it. And it is unmistakably your father's hand. And he is very angry about some of the things that you have discovered, and demands that you commune with Ko the Face Stealer about these new discoveries as soon as you can. Yeah. Siwei, you wouldn't still happen to have that, uh, bottle with that spirit in it, would you? Um, I was offered good coin for that bottle by a trusted friend who I knew would not abuse the great power presumably trapped inside, and so I made the deal. You could potentially go talk to my friend if you have your own desire to use it. Oh, I have neither the time nor the coin. Thank you, Elon. That'll be all. And he has a coughing fit as he walks out the door. <laughs> that poor guy. He's so phlegmy. Ugh. <laughs> Should really go see the doctor about this. Oh, boy. Well, I uh, hope I haven't raised too many questions for you, but I'm afraid duty calls. And I will stand up and I will walk into my silent room and shut the door behind me. And with these new revelations presented to all of our good old buddies here, with each of them having their things they want to do, I am sure, I think it's time to give Thomas and Evan some time to think about how they want to respond to this revelation by picking up next time. Seaway, hmm. how much does mercy cost? <laughs> <laughs> Don't you dare. <laughs> Don't even talk to mercy. <laughs>
<laughs> so at this point, a lot of secrets revealed. Yeah, come on. Uh, Tonin's secret pretty much all the way out there. Seaway's secret beginning to get revealed. But Wei Young, you've managed to hold on to yours from everybody except for that weird eye spirit. You're just keeping it real close to the chest, huh? Dane knows my secret. That's true. He's known it forever, though. It's not like a new thing for him. I was like, okay, I'll start giving up a little of my secret. And then Christian was like, let me not one up you, but 12 up you. <laughs> so here's my backstory. <laughs> it's just so much to keep straight. If everybody knows it, I don't have to worry about it anymore. And I can just. Oh, you're going to have to worry about it, my friend. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have quite a bit to talk about in the obligatory talk back but for now thanks everybody for joining us here in Imptab Avatar and we'll be back next time with more adventures in the world of Blades and the Dao Fei if you want more go and subscribe maybe even give us a review we would be as happy as a cold killer busting kneecaps if you would go ahead and give us a review on the <laughs> podcatcher of your choice <laughs> We're also all over social media at Improv Tabletop. So if you'd like to connect with us, you know, maybe you would like to talk with Christian about how he came up with all of this crazy stuff about the face stealer and whatnot. You know, don't be afraid to reach out. Now it's time to shout out our next batch of Sticker Club patrons in a special bonus corner that I'm calling Wife Appreciation Week. <laughs> Wife Appreciation Week. <laughs> so the first person we're shouting out is Mackenzie Peterson. Evan, Ooh. is there anything you would like to say about Mackenzie Peterson? Uh, she's hot and cool, and I love Ooh, her. Hot and cool. Oh. You know what that means? Lukewarm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> glass of room temperature water. Uh, no, she's the best. She was very, very excited when she got her last shout out. So we're going to make her day again. She <laughs> literally texted me a picture of her face because she was like beaming with joy that we mentioned her on the podcast. Nice. Well, here it is for round two and uh, it's going to keep going, turns out. <laughs> Next person we're shouting out is McKenna Randall. Christian, is there anything you want to say about McKenna? She is a liar, a deceiver. <laughs> she She's using false information. She signed up under a false name. McKenna Randall? That's not her name. Ooh, 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 we're getting into this, are we? Deep lore. Deep lore. We're getting real-life Christian lore now. So I, I'm still not entirely sure. Did McKenna legally change her name after you got married? She did not. She's still trying to convince me to legally change mine because she thinks Christian Steele sounds cooler. Well, I mean, she's not wrong. She's not wrong. The problem. <laughs> it does wrong. sound cooler. I, can't, I don't have an argument back against it. Well, we'll see how that develops. But the third person we're shouting out is Sammy Ryan Art. Her last name is not really Art, for the record. Oh. Oh, she oh, just yes. does art. Uh, <laughs> she's an incredible woman. I love her very much. We've been together for 10 years this year. It's been, it's been real good. That's awesome. Yeah. Among the three of you on the call, yours was the first wedding that I was a groomsman at. Was it? Well, I guess I technically speaking wasn't a groomsman at Evan or Christian's weddings, but I did play guitar at Evan's wedding and... You were honorary groomsman. It was just too far away. Yeah, because <laughs> I, I only managed to make it there actually for the reception, unfortunately. But, you know, such is life. It was fun. It's been a good ride. Get married, kids. Get married young. That's what all the cool kids do. <laughs> oh, boy. If you want to join the sticker club, then... Uh, Get married to one of us. <laughs> exactly. Consider joining our Patreon also at patreon.com slash improv tabletop, where you can also get bonus episodes, Discord access, biannual sticker packs, and more. 
Now let's do a round of plugs. Christian, would you like to take that this time around? Absolutely. I don't know if I can do it at the speed you did, but I will give it a shot. Yeah. You don't have to like <laughs> get into too much detail about this stuff. I mean, they've heard it a million times already. <laughs> right. We have our fate campaigns. We have our other full-length avatar campaign. We have our sister podcast. I cast Fireball, the 5e actual play D&D, where they're going through Tyranny of Dragons. Um, I did like what Ned did, and I would like to shout out one particular fate campaign, and I would like to shout out, I know we did it not too long ago, but the illiterates, because it is good, Ned. Okay. <laughs> it's a great one. You can't dislike your own podcast, Ned. Come on. Oh, just watch me. <laughs> <laughs> you can't tell me what to do. Um, we also have the Patreon, which I know Ned already talked about, but I want to talk about it again because it's amazing. We are partnered with FanRollDice.com. You can use the code VroomVroomFifi from our first Avatar campaign to go ahead and get a 10% off of your order. Uh, and we get a little kickback from that. And that is nice. That it is. Well, everybody, thanks so much for joining us here in the world of Blades and the Dao Fei. Until next time, I have been Ned Wilcock, your host and GM, and I've been joined by... Thomas Ryan, planning ways to kill Tonin. <laughs> Christian Randall, staying alive. <laughs> Evan Peterson, bring us the girl, wipe away the dead. Ooh, what on earth? <laughs> That is a quote from Bioshock Infinite. It's not good heavens. Well, much love and stuff, everybody. We'll catch you next time on ImpTab Avatar. I'm not a murderer. Is he lying? <laughs> what a great time to ask that question. He's not lying. All right. He's never killed anybody? I've never murdered anybody. Okay. Murder is like cold blood. Like, Are we going to break down the legal definition of murder? Actually, come Should I have waited it? until he said not a manslaughterer? I don't actually. No, I don't. I don't think I've, I haven't actually killed anybody. Come to think of it. I haven't killed. Okay. No one has died at my hands. Okay. You all keep looking at me with each word I use. Like there's still room for like, is he still <laughs> trying to dodge that? No, I, I have not. <laughs> Sue has not killed anyone. <laughs> all I asked is if you were lying. That was it. <laughs>